Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Dragon Friends Season 5. Happy crew, we joyfully join the fray. No daring do, we wouldn't pursue, but thinking it through, that isn't the dragon way. Mortal minds are not made for moments such as these. The Dragon Friends have travelled from their hometown of Daggerford to distant mountaintops, cybertronic cities, and distant alien shores. I said distant twice. Interesting. I had three months to write this. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, this is sad. You've started policing yourself. <laughs> Along the way, new friends have been made and old ones lost in Waterdeep. Dilge stumbled. At the House Eternal, Bobby died. At Dwyoma Heart, celestial seat of the goddess of magic herself, a terrible price was paid, one you still grapple with. Filge, the half-orc barbarian. Baston, the fighter Bavarian. <laughs> Filge, the half-orc barbarian. Baston, the fighter Barovian born. Bobby Pancakes, moon-touched and born again, a reformed sinner and an imperfect saint. The three of you are all that are left of that motley crew they once called the Dragon Friends. After Friezo was left behind, the price exacted for Bobby's resurrection and a one-way ticket Home. Worth it! <laughs> As you hurtle through starlight, your minds begin to buckle at the impossible beauty of wild space. A tiny dot of light beckons, one that even as you black out, you instinctively know to be Faerun, the Forgotten Realm's home. Light swims at the edge of your vision. The sound of a splashing river fills your ears. Stumbling and groaning, the three of you stagger to your feet. You are standing in a muddy field. It's good to be back. It is good to be home at last. I fall to my knees and I kiss the mud. <laughs> I go, wong, 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 wong. Get mud all over your face. Okay. Then I give it a big hug. The whole how, how does that work? I just kind of fall flat on my face with my arms stretched out. That's nice. I'm just giving uh... the earth a... It's been a while. <laughs> It has been. It's been about two years since last you came to the Forgotten Realms. Just to clarify, am I only now back from the dead, or have I like been uh, like reincarnated, coming like hurtling through space? What's I the... would say about a minute has passed since you came back, because the moment you were resurrected, essentially, Mistra, you, you struck the deal, and Mistra sent all of you home. So yeah, you have just come back to life after being for a few months at least dead after you stabbed yourself in the heart. <laughs> so I suppose really that you've, you've had some, some stuff to grapple with Yeah Can I say that the deal that Mistress struck I've had three months to think about mm-hmm. this When she was like when She was like I will imprison Frizo forever She didn't really didn't end at that point Like I think she, she, she kind of highballed herself a bit By offering the Bobby thing I think <laughs> they would have just been like Deal! <laughs> and a Mars bar <laughs> So we're on a riverbank. That's right, a riverbank. And oh. can I see, like, uh, in the... What's the weather like? Is, what can I smell? It's winter. It's, there's a, a sort of a oh. bite to the air. Oh, I can smell oh. that in the air. 
You can, though. It's got a distinctive smell. It's the smell of um, winter. (laughs) Burning fires. Yeah. Oh, Um, yeah. uh, Cinnamon. Cinnamon, perhaps. Do they have all the spices in Fantasyland that we have in uh, wherever land we live? They have the nostalgic Turmeric. Really? It's like in America. It's just got a different name. So you've got a couple of things. Everything's the same. Yeah. But they call turmeric for some... Aluminum. (laughs) Aluminum. Got it, got it, got it. If you could jot that down. Oh. Will that be useful later? Yeah, well, you never know. Turmeric is aluminum. Yeah, they have this... Uh, good. I go and make a curry. <laughs> no, no, I, um, I stand up from hugging the ground and I go, Bobby! And I give him a really big hug and I toss him in the air like a cheerleader and I catch him again. All right, you are hugged by an incredibly muddy half-orc, then thrown up in the air and thrown down into the mud. Um, I think I'm just not sure what's going on. I think Bobby is like... Well, a lot's happened to you, hasn't it? So yeah. just to remember, you died at the House Eternal, then you were risen from the dead by a Carcosan witch called Lady Casilda, and you sort of, in a weird way, became her kind of consort bodyguard zombie thing. And Do I recall that? Only sort of as dreams. There you, you sort of have... Beautiful dreams. <laughs> there are strange erotic nightmares between oh, life... Yep, that's Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> But no, other than that, it's the whole thing. Episode seems like a strange dream. So the last thing I remember saying was "fuck a suck a ding dong," <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm on a riverbank. <laughs> what happened, guys? Uh, well, we met God, and <laughs> she killed Frizo, and um, there were some space crocodiles. <laughs> <laughs> it was a sixty thousand word adventure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, I had some cool adventures on, like, a flying spaceship. But uh, that seems... Yeah, that was about it. I mean, he was there for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Were you on this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Frieza was uh, crazy. Tried to... Yeah, where is Frieza? Oh, he's uh, in heaven. <laughs> yeah. He in heaven. Well, that seems unlikely. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, he in heaven as punishment, and also we swapped him for you. Turns out heaven is a, is a half pipe. <laughs> <laughs> what does... Th- Carry that thought through. What does that mean in uh, this world? Uh, well, it's, uh, there's, like a, there's a half bit of pipe lying in the mud. Yeah, and he picks it. it up. It's a deep, it's like a deep pipe. He's in a hole, a half, half a pipe. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, I, there must be a town nearby. <laughs> <laughs> I smell it. <laughs> And you, you actually do, because you, this smell of burning pine logs and other wintry smells lead you in the direction of a town that you two would recognize, for just across the shining river Delimbia is the town that you grew up in and you came to call home, Dagathard, the town of Dagathard, okay. where you first, our adventures began two and a half years ago. Oh, can I assume they go on to describe exactly what happened in my absence? Yeah, you, 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 okay. you, you know. All right. I mean, or we could just do this very... We could do, do you want us to bring the half-pipe back again? <laughs> I put a set of headphones on his ears and I say, listen to this podcast. <laughs> That's a good question. Do we have any tech from, um, from like, well, space? Oh, yeah, what are we wearing? You, what are we wearing? You did go... I mean, yeah, I guess you did go to the to Cyber Tokyo 2075, so you could have feasibly got a podcast of the Dragon Friends to bring him up to space. Let's not go there. But <laughs> does the head in, doesn't it? No, but I, mostly of your items... 
the things that you had, the sort of space stuff, the gauntlets are gone, uh, no. the jumpsuits uh, have actually been replaced by the clothes, the kind of clothes you used to wear in this world. Nice. But your magic items, I've listed down, your main magic items mm-hmm. traveled with you. Can I, can I uh, say that Filge does have uh, like three or four Nespresso pods? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On her person. Yeah, you somehow <laughs> broke the system. You got that across. Yeah. I'm going to write that down. Also, Two of them are spent, and one of them is um, Voluto, <laughs> <laughs> and one of them is Arpeggio. Is that stronger? Uh, vol- yes. Tom? Arpeggio is a musical term. Thank you. <laughs> that really is musician for don't involve me. <laughs> I also took the opportunity to level you all up. So, as a milestone achievement for defeating the evil warlock Frieza and saving the universe, you all gain a level. So, you are now a level seven arcane trickster rogue. You are a level four monk, uh, level four fighter, level three monk, Baston. And, Phil, you are a level six barbarian, level one wizard. Still one wizard. Still one wizard. How do you graduate from wizard school? <laughs> well, if you do more wizarding things, next time I level you up, I will give you another level of wizard. Okay. Do you want to focus more on the wizarding from here on in or less on the barbarian? Yes, I would like to, actually. <laughs> Dave, as a level three monk now, yep. I can deflect... I can catch missiles or deflect you missiles? You can deflect them, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, so just anyone wants to throw anything at me at any time. I throw, a I rocket throw the half pipe at your head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to do it. Yeah, do it. Okay, so... Um, uh, this is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so you've got to make an attack roll on me with a rock. And are we doing... Am I throwing the half yeah, pipe? Yeah, you it together at the yeah, same yeah, time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, no, no, one at a time, one at a time. <laughs> Nine. I think I get hit by a rock or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I throw the half pipe on your head. I rolled a 14. Okay, I'll try and deflect that. Uh, 11. I don't know about... Look, I'll come back to you on this. <laughs> In, you you in, probably have to meditate for a little while yeah, before it works, yeah, right? Yeah, in, 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 the, in the meantime, please no more projectiles in time. The shortest magic trick I've ever seen. Well, I was going to say, I don't know how leveling up works like in world, but I imagine that Bastion was just like, hmm, I feel pretty good. And then both of <laughs> you were like, oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that, that leveling up happens always with a montage. Yeah. <laughs> There's always a period of montaging. I'm hungry! <laughs> Great. So, um, as I said, the town is just across the river. Um, there's a bridge nearby. And this is, as I said, the town. You can see the castle at the centre of it, Castle Daggerford. And it's a town of about 400 souls sitting on the banks of the Shining River on the way into work. Wait, all of all them are sitting on the bank of the river? <laughs> well, the people are doing their things. but the They're city- dangling their feet in the water. It's a common term. <laughs> um... They're dangling their feet in the river? Oh, my God. <laughs> the, the city sits on the banks of the river. Oh, okay. That's All cool. of them at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> Is there some sort of aquatic parade? <laughs> um, a festival of lights, perhaps? How cold is it? Are there bits of ice in the river? Yeah, there are little bits of ice Ooh. and stuff. It's, it's getting to the coldest time of the year. Chilly. You've never been here before. It's time for shopping! <laughs> fashion, fashion, fashion. Best done! Fashion uh, montage. We're back home. Um, in Daggerford. <gasps> where Daggerford? Uh, Daggerford. Town of famed river crossings and knives. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, should we, should we head back to our house? You have a house? Oh, cool. So, sort of. We have rooms. Oh, at the inn? Yeah. You're talking about the dragon back inn? Yeah, we're, hey, let's go home. 
Okay. All right. Oh, you wow. make your way across the bridge. Um, most people are indoors. It's very cold. And soon you find yourselves outside the Dragonback Inn, where this adventure all began two and a half years ago. A cheerful-looking tavern somewhere in the caravan district. Uh, I thump on the door and I say, Honey, we home! The door creaks open. Honey? <laughs> uh, we walk in. Is there anyone inside? Uh, there's a, it's pretty empty, actually. There is a, there's no people drinking and stuff at the moment, but there is a figure with their back to you polishing some tables. Uh, Small, short figure. I tap on the head. <laughs> <laughs> the figure spins around and it is Grim Saltback, the proprietor. <gasps> Dreamy. <laughs> In me fridge. <laughs> and, she, and he goes, Long time no head tap. <laughs> tap, tap, tap. Uh, stop that. I tap, tap. <laughs> and he goes, I never thought I'd see such a low life, no good, worthless friend of mine. <laughs> um, and uh, and he, he uh, hugs her. Yeah, and probably I, just a leg. In the professional scoundrel world, that's called a Lando. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Think about it. It's a slow burner, but it's... Oh, uh, yeah. Cool. Bobby, is that you? Bobby? Yeah, that's me. Frizo, where's that son of a gun? Uh, Frizo's in heaven. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Meet the new Frizo. I'm Baston Indurovich. Handsome man. An all-round cool guy. High five. Uh, <coughs> low five. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We understand. Um, how your band going? Yeah, yeah, well, uh, my band's going pretty well. You know, there was uh, g- g- creative differences. Uh. And uh, they decided to go with a different saxophonist, and that's fine. I wish them all the best. They're doing well, I Wait, hear. So, but, but two years ago, Grim Saltback was auditioning people because he wanted to start a band, and he's now been kicked out of his own <laughs> band. I mean, some say kicked out, some say he was moving. It. I didn't like it there. They didn't like it there. They're in Waterdeep, I hear. They're doing nice. It's good. Good for them. <laughs> good for them, I say. That reminds me. A, a package came for you. Oh, yeah. I thought, well, you skipped out on your bill two and a half years ago. So I've been holding this as collateral. You owe me 30 gold pieces. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Just to to break, we've done various side adventures where we've paid him back. Uh, Interesting question. So we have, at times, at certain conventions, um, (laughs) done one-shot adventures, which have featured Grimsaltback. None of them are canonical. They're all... Now, look, I had some crazy dreams where you paid (laughs) me back. This is the real one. This is the real home. And every morning I'd wake up and my purse would be empty and I'd think, what a fun dream that was. What a fun non-canonical dream that was. I say I have something more precious than 30 gold pieces. Is it 31 <laughs> gold pieces? Some currency from very far away land. <laughs> and I give him uh, one spent coffee pot. <laughs> well, he hasn't seen it before. It's shiny. It's silver. What are you... Oh. <laughs> now, hang on just a minute. There's a Roma. Yeah. Does, does she need to do a persuasion check? Yeah. I, mean, I, I would say he's pretty good. Make a little deception check. He's an idiot, so we'll call it DC 14. 16. I drive a hard bargain. And he puts it in his top pocket and it immediately starts to sort of seep. <laughs> <laughs> now, this package. Uh, by uh, a guy from Waterdeep. Did I tell you, by the way, my band is down in Waterdeep? It's fine. Um, you still call it your band? <laughs> 
They're playing the Palace of Guilds. They're, uh... Yeah, good for them. It's, it's a good gig. I mean, um, gotta check them out. What the, what the name? You know what? Maybe don't. <laughs> uh, this package came from you from uh, Waterdeep. Uh, care of uh, the Beggar King. Oh. Oh. Old friend. Uh, anyway, here it is. <laughs> Give me. Um, I'll uh, rip it open. All right, so he gives you a thing that's wrapped up in wax paper, and inside you see a scrap of paper and a gold, heavy gold coin that is embossed with the sign of the Masked Lords of Waterdeep. It's the, the official seal of the city. Hmm. What does the note say? Uh, the note says, is very, is very brief, and it just says, um, there, is a man in the, there is a man on the castle in the hill. I think you would do well to pay him a visit. And then it's just signed J. Who's J? Jaden Pinkett. (laughs) (laughs) That would be be Janos Mir, the beggar king of what is he? To be fair, you have never met except in Schultz and various non-canonical adventures. Non-canonical. This is a confusing timeline. It all comes home to roost. Okay. Oh, man on the castle on a hill. Uh, I say Mr. Grimm, Saltback. Shoot! I want to say Tim. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I've never had a nickname before. Uh, all right. Uh, where, are there any castles around here? There's uh, the Daggerford Castle on that, that hill up there. That's oh, what it's you close. <laughs> uh, cool, cool. That's the castle the Duke of Daggerford lived in. You went there in the first season. You killed a, 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 a magical... Magician, magical magician? No, it was just. Is a, that it was a magician? You killed a stage magician, a pickup <laughs> artist, and oh yeah, and uh, a lion, and a lion, <laughs> yeah, and a lion that did nothing wrong. Is there a date on the uh, on the note? No, it's un, it's it doesn't have a date or anything that sort of identifies anything more than, as I said, his initials, and then a gold coin with the symbol of the mask. Do we, Do we have any other currency? Well, you have two coffee pods that are apparently right. worth 30 gold pieces each. <laughs> Three coffee pods, actually, I think. Do we recognise that, um, that s- sigil, the thing, the coin? Yes. Oh, definitely, Bobby, you would recognise it. it. It usually means business of the Lords of Waterdeep, business of the city. Right. And it's, you know, it's a sigil that you would, for instance, show someone to be granted passage or to prove your credentials. Not, for instance, to buy a round of drinks with. <laughs> well, you can do whatever you want, can't you? <laughs> This one's on me, I say, (laughs) and I slide another coffee pot over. 30 gold pieces of ale. I'm starting your tab. All right. Uh, What do you have, Baston? Um, I've got a cloak of billowing. No, no, what, no, no, what, what drink will, what drink will you have? Um, I'll have a hot rum toddy. But from now on, call it a hot rum Timmy. (laughs) As Baston indicates over to you, a gust of wind blows the little note on its back, and there's another <laughs> little message there that oh, says, "There's something written on the other side." <laughs> what it say? It says, "It occurs to me, having just written this note and having met you before, that you might, at this point, sort of dilly dally and go off on some weird. <laughs> go to the castle, give the man at the castle the coin, channels out." There's if more, only there's we more. understood what this mysterious note meant. I there's more written on the back than on the front. Maybe that the front. Huh. Mm. You turn it over again. <laughs> and weirdly, there's another thing that says, I'm fucking serious. Oh. 
Wow. But what does it mean? <laughs> All right. All right, Grim, we're going to have our hot, hot rum Timmy's to go. Uh, so can you pack them up? He gives you four little tins. Um, t- tin mugs. Each of them have a little... <laughs> I was trying to think, okay, what's the fantasy equivalent of a, of a thermos? And you're right, it's like a sealed tin No, thing. it's a tin mug, but then there's like a tea candle that's, well, that's strapped to the bottom. See, that's, that's even better. Because it's I just a really lantern slept, filled with rum. <laughs> I was like, what is it? And then for some reason, <laughs> Wise got crossed with the Flintstones. And I was like, he puts it in a pelican. <laughs> You know what? Pelican, you know pelican. what? I'll, I'll take mine in a pelican. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby gets his in a sarcastic pelican. The rest of you get tin mugs. And you make your way up the hill. <laughs> and soon you find yourselves once again. I take a sip out of the pelican's mouth. It's a lever. There we go. The pelican is very drunk. You make your way up the hill. And once again, you find yourselves crossing the drawbridge that leads into the castle that dominates this small border town. Uh, a sort of giant two-story castle with a gleaming Ooh, tower. A giant two-story! <laughs> this is the biggest Each thing I've ever seen! Each story six feet tall! <laughs> and that, that, ladies and gentlemen, is a callback <laughs> four years in the making. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I gaze down at the giant castle. Are you I, I, I hate you all and I haven't missed this. <laughs> it's on a hill. <laughs> and you, as you cross the drawbridge, you can see uh, the raised portcullis, but standing in front of it are two guards who flank the doors and cross their spears as you approach. Halt, peasants. Oh, see, that's a lot better, actually. Halt, peasants. You're coming a long way, Jeremy. The other one says the other one. Didn't we kill you? (laughs) (laughs) Stand aside. We're on visit. We're on visit. Oh, fuck. (laughs) I'm very drunk. I've been drinking this whole pelican of rum. He has. He's a real loose unit. <laughs> that's, that's the pelican's voice. I yeah, just it's a good one. <laughs> well, I think we found Dave, uh, a character that's uh, a real crowd favourite. Might stick around. Um, we're in business from the masters of the city of Waterdeep. And yeah, I who's flash- the peasant now? Well, you, Bitch. You, you, you're covered in mud all over your face. Have you been eating mud? I flashed the coin. I mean smooching mud. <laughs> all right, he, they look at the coin... Um, and they look at each other, and one of their, their faces go white, and then the spears part, and they stand to the side, stiffly to attention. Yeah, I thought so. Give us that coin back. They, they, you, you still have the coin. Yeah, well, don't think even think about it. Yeah, and give me that hat. Yeah. And he gives you his hat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Uh, if, I, if I may uh, uh, ask a question, it's not too impertinent to ask. Did that pelican just talk? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you ask the pelican? <laughs> Did you just talk? I'm just a bird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but it's stuck. <laughs> also, don't just say that pelican. It has a name. Yeah, it's Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, 
as you were, I'll alert. I'll send a, 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 a to alert the. Uh, the, the yeah, do here. that, and I fling his hat into the moat. Oh. <laughs> and then and alli- <laughs> an alligator comes out, <laughs> <laughs> jinkies, and then gets knocked out and just sinks to the bottom again. Yeah, the whole this isn't going to be all just a clip show, right? <laughs> Soon, get some stuff off. You walk, you walk in, the guards flanking you, and they take positions on either side of the interior walls because soon you see that the castle opens up into a giant central throne room with six huge pillars, and it seems some work that has been done on the throne room since the last time you were here. A huge Ooh. marble dais in three sections flanked by big, proud flags and spears <laughs> laid out along the back of the room. Wait, proud flags or pride flags? <laughs> Proud, like 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 they jut out. Ooh, ooh, stiff. And, <laughs> and like Crawford. At the highest, at, at the tallest, most powerful point in the room, a tall granite chair, high-backed and imperious. Ooh. And sitting on that chair is a kind of dumpy-looking nobleman with a tiny pointed beard, who seems to be studying a small sheath of papers. Uh, not now, please. You did not uh, disturb me while I'm reading my sheaf of papers. <laughs> hey, buddy, I died in space. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> God, uh, there is a crazy man in here. Please take him away. I, fla- I flashed the coin. We're not on official business, my friend. Behold our coin. <laughs> <laughs> and also check out our talking pelican. <laughs> Oh, nice room you've got here. What did you have? It? How much did it cost? <laughs> Sorry, I started to say one thing, then said another. Now I'm stuck. Okay, pipe down, Crawford. <laughs> Crawford's gotten a bit big for his boots, I think. Which is pretty impressive for a bloody pelican. <laughs> is there all... Okay, so he's, he sees the coin and he yeah. sort of, again, like the guards, turns pale and his, comp- his demeanour completely changes. He goes... <coughs> but of course! Uh, I, uh, and he like hops off the throne... Um, Surprising buoyancy. Yeah, and sort of dusts it and goes, Excusez moi. I am Le Croix. That is L A C R O I X. Is that your surname? Yes. What's your first name? It's just Le Croix. My first name? The simplest of questions, I guess, of course. Answer what is my first name? It is Simon Graner. <laughs> One word, Simon Graner. Simon Graner Lacroix. I was just giving you an opportunity to say pomplamoose. It was, that was correct answer, absolutely. It's the best flavour of Lacroix. Anyway, moving on. Uh, and what business do you have sitting on this hard chair? Well, I, uh, since you do not know, which is uh, odd, <laughs> I am, and I must uh, stress, in a particular caretaker. Capacity, the Duke, as you say, of Daggerford. <laughs> nice to see you. Uh, but as you have a little coin, uh, let me see that a little closer, please. Are you going to do this? Are you going to do this? I'm sorry. The whole this time. Accent. Yep. The whole time. I hold it um, up to his face. Charming. That is such a good coin. <clears throat> Well, um, yes, well, obviously there is much to do now. We're so. the regular Duke at. You We're regular Duke. You're caretaker Duke. We're normal Duke. Uh, he was murdered, <laughs> are you saying? <laughs> 
some time oh. ago. There was a dragon, he was on it. And, and it was like the biggest thing that has happened in the whole time Wait, here. Uh, he was on a dragon and then the dragon ate him or he... Well, he went down to Waterdeep and never came back. The reports vary, mm. you know. That he w- but who murdered him? And what? <laughs> okay, so there was Are like... Are you serious? Yes, I'm, I'm, I, didn't, I didn't catch that part of the story. Wait, which guy? I bet it was us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Duke of Daggerford, uh, who was... The first duke was mer- murdered, and the second duke, Davin Tyrrell, you killed in the House of the mm. Artifices in season one. Oh, my God. <laughs> and like the biggest since that end. time, the, there's no, been no formal family ruling over Daggerford, and yeah. there is a sort of custodian duke in the shape yeah. of Lacroix. Yeah, like, again, like it's the biggest thing that... Um, it's like that big thing, and then, the, like... Did you, you hear I died, died in space? In space? <laughs> Uh, and I've got a talking <laughs> pelican. <laughs> Your beak is our tiny. <laughs> now uh, take us to where we're meant to go with this. Right this way. <laughs> and he leads you through the throne room, comes down the stairs, and he takes you into a small study off the side, a, a kind of den with a big roaring fireplace and a few armchairs and also a small writing desk in the corner. And he ri- pulls out a key, rifles through it, and starts looking through some letters. Again, I just said that while I look for these letters, uh, it has been an honor to be caretaker, Duke. Um, I hope you like what I've done with the place. I don't know if you saw the throne room from before. Very imposing. Did you see much. The f- the flat well, okay, well, that's... And he pulls out soon and he flourishes for you another letter that is stamped with a wax seal again with the sign of the Masked Lords of Waterdeep. And ostentatiously, he shows you that the seal has not been broken and then he snaps it open. <coughs> uh, shall I read it to you? Uh, first, uh, who's holding the coin, by the way? Me. Okay. Okay. Um, and he starts reading it, but it's like in Hunt for the Red October where it zooms in on his mouth, then it zooms out and it's a different voice. Um... <laughs> Under the power vested in me, Janos Mir, by the Lords of Waterdeep, in accordance with the ancient rites of accession and fealty, do declare the owner of this token, that's a coin, to be the right and true Lord of Daggerford. First of their name and immediately imbue them all rights, responsibilities, privileges and duties accorded to the, uh, to the rank of Duke of the Realm. I name them responsible for the maintenance of these lands, collection of taxes and the upkeep and the readiness, etc., etc., of the holdfast of this castle, its respective military forces and treasuries for the protection of these lands and trade and peace of the Lord's Alliance. So it is said and so it is done. <coughs> So that is the... Um, is that an accent crossfade you did? Yes, it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Very I, good. I, I liked it, Ben. That was great. <laughs> Looks so like that is Ben levelled up too. Crossfade is also a musical term. Is it a coffee though? <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot... We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> so that is the gist. Um, uh, um, uh, so wear me hat. <laughs> wear me Duke hat. Give me Duke hat. 
and he sort of looks at you, and he's wearing a quite normal hat, but he sees your eyes, and he looks at it, and he starts to move his hands as if to say, but this isn't a, but you really want... I brought this from home. (laughs) 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 This is not... What what does Duke hat look like? It's just a felt cloth indoor cap um, that he sort of has with a wide brim for the so the candlelight doesn't get in his eyes. It looks very ordinary, <laughs> quite comfortable. Wait, does it look like a baseball cap? Yeah. <laughs> Not the <that> like. <laughs> it's a fantasy baseball cap. Yeah. Indoor, for all the indoor candlelight. <laughs> the indoor glare. You're not going to have an outdoor candlelight, Eden. Now, uh, get yourself together. <laughs> he gives you the hat. Uh, cool, cool. All right. So what now? Yeah, so congratulations, Filge. Because you were the one holding the coin at the moment, you are now the Duke of Daggerford. You own the castle. Here is a map. I've given you some Ooh. maps of your map, map, map of your castle. Um, so we're here in the throne room. You're actually in the um, you're in the den off the side of the throne room. But yeah, oh. you're on the floor. Oh yeah. Nice. All right. Nice. There's a den. This place has a den. Uh, it is completely up to you. Do I call her a Duchess? Malige. Malige. Maybe you ask me what me like to be called. Uh, <coughs> of course. Uh, we, 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 uh, by which title shall I address you? Just the normal one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does uh, your liege, uh, your most exalted, uh, Duchess, Duke, Duchess? Duke, Duke, it's like actor, doctor. <laughs> you know, don't mess it up. Uh, yeah, me Duke and um, your uh, uh, prettiness. <laughs> okay, your prettiness. Um, look, uh, General Smear told me that uh, should y- you return with the coin, which he did, uh, I must say, he said was unlikely, but um, here you are. And um, he said uh, if it was the wish of the new Duke that I should, uh, uh, you say, uh, linger to, uh, in an advisory capacity, then uh, that is something that I would be willing to do. Uh, I already have uh, rooms for myself and some linens that I like to... Uh, sleep in. Me gotta say, me very happy you're not putting up a fight with this basic takeover. <laughs> but of course, I always knew this was temporary, as as as, uh, yeah. as fleeting as this summer be. Okay, dragon huddle. Three of you form a huddle in the corner. I will be uh, uh, stolen away over here. <laughs> so, uh, pretty- that was easy. Yeah, yeah. Y- your prettiness. I would like yeah. to be the first to feed to. Liege my fealty to your duke and declare myself number one guy Look, me. in town. Okay, done. Will you? I, I, I was thinking something else. How about every time someone else want to be Duke in Dragos, mm-hmm. we uh, rock, paper, scissors for it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And we just pass the hat around because, you know... Uh, you know, absolute power corrupts and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so does Filch say ab- absolute yeah, power corrupts and whatnot? And whatnot, <laughs> as the saying and goes. Whatnot. Um, so I turn around and uh, I say, hey, Frenchie. <laughs> uh, Frenchie? What is uh, this? Uh... You're looking at the ruling triumvirate of uh, Daggerford. Yeah. you got first order of business. you got to make a th- two more hats. Okay, once again, <laughs> I, I brought this it hat w- from home. But I it will be done. <laughs> yeah. Of course, yes. Uh, uh, one one uh, teeny tiny hat. Let me, uh, <laughs> I will assemble this staff. And he claps his hands twice like a good little major domo. And seven uh, figures scurry to attention. You can see a chef. Uh, a Sleepy. Sort of a beast master. <laughs> some scullion maids. Um, and, and they all sort of line up. There's about seven um, staff plus 
behind them a row of six guards with all of the spears. Uh, your household staff stand to attention. And at that moment, a so as I said, there's seven and six, there's 13. A 14th figure sort of pokes their head around a corner and to see what all of the fuss is. And this is a kind of um, dressed like a sort of a noble kid, like a kid from a noble family. Well, like a man. fancy boy. A fancy boy. Got it. Well, who's this fancy boy? <laughs> Step forward, fancy boy. Uh, it, it, this is the new Duke Triumvirate, so I would uh, suggest that you do so. He says to the figure. Uh, the figure looks confused and sort of embarrassed and is about to duck away, but encouragingly, LaCroix beckons him forward. And to play that figure, please welcome back to the Dragon Friends and to the stage, Michael Hing! <laughs> So as I said, this, the figure is dressed like a sort of shit in a kind of grey suit and it seems a yellow tie and sunglasses indoors. Does this boy have a little beard like how Michael Hing does? Yeah, and this boy is dressed in clothes that he was not wearing backstage. <laughs> does the little boy have a pocket square? He has a little blue pocket square. And, and a newfound confidence, I think, <laughs> which excites and intrigues me as Dungeon Master, and I can't wait to see how it plays out. Uh, Dave? Yes. First of all, you told me that the start of this show would take 10 to 15 yes. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I apologise that I had no way of knowing that they would adopt a pelican. <laughs> Just, it, this really feels like a taste of my own medicine, and I do not like it. <laughs> Uh, secondly, you told me I could make a character sheet, so I've yep. done that. Yep. Uh, my character, uh, his name is Lion Shield Banknote. <laughs> oh. He's an artificer. An, an artificer? An artificer. Yeah, and I've, and I've worked out a voice as well. Great. Very so, good. No, if, it's, if it's Aldi Poirot, it's already taken. <laughs> what, is, uh, what do you mean an artificer? What is this? It's an artificer. You said I could do anyone from D&D Beyond, and I did. Is that someone who makes like counterfeit coins? <laughs> no, it's like it's like a like a well. Well, you'll see what the voice the uh, voice will give a lot away. It's magic okay. Science, right? Uh, okay, here we go. Here we go. What type of creature are you? Like, are you a fox or a man? The two types. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say sort of I'm. Man. I'm closer to I'm closer to man than fox. Okay. Uh, what does he? Do you have a thing on his face? Well, you say that you are an Asimar. An Asimar. Um, ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got an idea of how the voice is going to sound. It's a very particular voice. Um, ooh. 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 But is he like a Star Trek face? What, I, I, what is this? So you've, you've done this. These are all variant He's printed out, David. and custom <laughs> races. He's a printer. <laughs> all right. Uh, you I, told me I was allowed to take uh, 12 things from D&D Beyond, so my equi- you can check my equipment hammer, list. It's all legal. Stone of good luck, necklace of fireballs, ball bearings, bag of 1,000... Anti-matter rifle. (laughs) It's legal, dude. It's 100% legal. Uh, And then the sixth one is a shovel. What do you need a shovel for? (laughs) In case you need to bury something. I don't know. It's just in my go bag. I don't know, dude. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Basil... You've done your personality traits and you've given yourself the bond that common folk must see me as a hero of the people. Yeah, dude. Chaotic I'm good. Interesting. Chaotic right. good. Um, Chaotic so good. Says, Step forward, boy. What is your name? Ha ha ha! Fuck's sake. 
Greetings! My name is Lion Shield Banknote of the Rutherglen Banknotes. I am but a tinkerer of contraptions. You might know me as a poet of the mind and a distiller of the finest rums and most mediocre gins known to man. Are you uh, old enough to drink? Yes! My family is one of the fanciest, well, formerly was, one of the most fanciest and most decorative families in all of the known realms. Are we still in that one? I don't know. One thousand pardons to interrupt. Uh, <laughs> your dukes. Um, allow me to introduce to you, if that was not clear. Um, Master Banknote, he stays with us uh, in the castle. A tinkerer of contraptions! Yeah, no, he did, um, yep, that's a... How old is this boy? In years? He's an, uh, he, no, he's, he's of the ASMR people. Um, and which are a sort of race that are not dissimilar to elves, but they are descended from the gods. So you, you can tell angels, in fact. So you can tell from his kind of blue, otherworldly skin and his sort of platinum blonde hair that he is either a celebrity chef <laughs> or <laughs> some kind of angelic creature. And he's probably, you know, easily a hundred years old. Oh, oh. but um, but uh, brain-wise. Maybe like uh, 17 or so. What? Were you whispering there, LaCroix? No, I was using my teeny tiny voice. Uh, <laughs> all right then. <laughs> and so you're, you're, you're like, you're an artificer. You're a kind of, you do... A tinkerer! You, 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 you make sort of arcane mechanical inventions. Uh, yes, Dave, I have. I looked this up. I can kind of, I can kind of uh, imbue, it, it says imbue tiny non-magical objects with magical properties. Okay. Oh! Yeah. Uh, but I, I also have I know a couple of spells as well So yeah I'm, I'm like low level magic Okay Hey Banksy Can you make my <laughs> pelican magic? <laughs> well your, your pelican appears to speak Which makes me think it might be of magic origin Somebody do an arcana check <laughs> Is it uh, Are you going to do the arcana check? <laughs> no I could I could I could race you to it my boy I What is your name? I'm I'm Baston of the family uh, Indrirovich. Ah! <laughs> Can you teach me new ways to win at online poker? <laughs> ah, Baston, you're as, you are as, as handsome as you are single. And, and Correct. <laughs> so uh, t- tell us, Banknote, what do you do in the castle here? We are its new lords. Yes, and please show us respect. Yes, well, I'm, I'm, a very resp- I'm respectful of all lords as a nobleman myself. I will tell you that I was destined to go to university, to the college, as it were. I was to study what? what? <laughs> no, Why are you doing this to us? No, I like it. Keep no, going. It's yeah. good. No, I was it. destined to study the finest books <laughs> and the longest comic books. And now, unfortunately, I have taken leave of absence from my studies. <laughs> but this is very similar to Michael Hing. I've got to <laughs> say. So, uh, he's doing uh, what we are calling a gap year yeah. in the castle. Ah. Yeah. He's doing some... Uh, he, he coaches uh, rugby for the under-12s. <laughs> the, uh, I, yes, I coach abseiling as well. Oh. And I have... Uh, I've started a study group. If you would like to learn anything from any of my books... We are very lucky to have him. Um, Dukes, uh, and of course, uh, Master Banknote. Thank you. Uh, uh, 
obviously, this was a duty that I was to undertake when I woke up this morning. Uh, <laughs> I understood that this would be my job as it is every other day. Uh, oh, caretaker. <laughs> so don't get ahead of yourself. No, uh, a thousand pardons. A thousand and one, you know, for extra good measure. But um, uh, you have a line of petitioners waiting to see you. Fans. Uh, not in so many words, but your, your subjects, you know. Oh, oh. duke work. All right. Um, yeah, uh, look, we'll take him in the throne room. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll take the one that's there now. And uh, what, what kind of chair you want? A chair? Yeah. Oh, uh, like a swing. You want a and I will have a chaise longe. A chaise longe for Monsieur Baston and a swing for Bobby Pancakes. Yes. Do you mean like a little tiny infant swing that you put in and they swing back and Don't forth? Don't get cute with me. Okie dokie. <laughs> well, I will see what I can do. And LaCroix and the staff scurry away. And Phil, do you make your way up to the tall back chair at the um, top of the dais in the throne room? Where you yes. can see already there are now mingling a few figures that are being put into a line by the guards. And one of them steps forward. Oi, where's the little one? Where's the little one with the beard? Oh, we do, we're the dukes now. Um, LaCroix, send out a newsletter. Me don't want to have to explain this a million times. LaCroix is getting your various chairs. LaCroix, send out a newsletter! <laughs> I will uh, do it immediately. <laughs> in, in but a moment, a chaise lounge is what I need. No, that is a uh, settee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well, you'll do then. Me, me cabbages are going missing. <gasps> A quest for the dragon. <laughs> Fear not, good man. We will find out who is taking your cabbages. Now be gone. <laughs> Next. That's not what I would. <laughs> and he's uh, the two. The two guards said, "You heard her," and they drag him out. <laughs> Cabbage quest. And what's Lion Shield? What are you doing? Are you just... Uh, uh, I think I'm skulking around the corner. I'm still back in the other room. Are you making my pelican more magic? Oh. Uh, You've left the pelican in, in Lion Yeah, Crawford's with Lion Shield. Uh, ooh, I've rolled a seven as an arcana check. All right. Um, you, it seems that the pelican is mundane in origin. This is but a normal pelican! <laughs> you can say and that again! <laughs> bird of the water! Uh, next petitioner... Next. I've been waiting for half an hour. I don't in space. <laughs> Next. Next. <laughs> <laughs> but the third is a man that looks at his wit's end, huge circles under his eyes, and he's sort of nervously clutching um, a cloth cap. First of all, I'd like to say thank you so much for seeing me. I didn't, you don't look like I thought you'd look like, for example, you're, th- you're three people. Um, but, um, and as he says that... Three scully, like, scullery maids very slowly drag a chaise lounge and sort of scraping across the stone. It's and really it. loud, too. <laughs> they place it, they sort of thump it next to the throne. Um, I, I, Baston, like, does a few circles on it like a cat. Gotta find the comfy Yeah, gotta find the comfy spot. Um, I, I've written several letters and, um... Uh, to, to no avail. Uh, the, it's, it's the wedding in town. It's been going on for days. Look, this is, this is essentially, and they said that this was uh, below the Duke's pay grade, but I waited and waited and waited. It's just too loud. It's a noise complaint. How long has this wedding been going for? Three days. And I can't we... sleep. I've got a three and a half month old at home. <laughs> well, you wouldn't be sleeping anyway. 
up there in Rivershine Hall, the Mercival Skidders, they're a nuisance. The Skidders. Hello, what kind of wedding are we looking at here? A noisy one! (laughs) We'll see, well, I don't care about you. But Thank I, you for seeing me. But I am, <laughs> I am upset that we, as Duke, were not invited. I know. Hey, guys, Primanoche. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't the Duke all right to, like, uh, I'm not saying I do it. What's That's worth having a look. Wait. Is it Primanoche? Can you explain? Oh. Did the Duke all right to have sex with the bride on the wedding night? Oh. Wait, it's the third night. <laughs> No, not worth our time. We okay. missed the windows closed on that. I'm not saying just just to be clear. I'm not saying I'd do it. I would. Ah, <laughs> uh, Monsieur, there is a wedding uh, every other week in Daggerford. It is a Ooh. destination for weddings. Since we um, have um, built that lovely gazebo, and um, one of my initiatives as caretaker, you understand. <laughs> uh, I would not trouble yourself. But if there is no if there is no other business, then I, perhaps we shall let this riffraff. Uh, we will uh, we will deal. With, I will deal with such tiny matters. And at that moment, there is a pounding on the doors, and you hear a sort of temp, a kind of. A powerful but reedy voice uh, yell out, Let me in! And the doors slam open and a figure, a gaunt tall figure is silhouetted in the doorway. I have been waiting for half an hour! (laughs) And I will not be sent home! Okay. Well, I thought I'd get some pushback there, so I was sort of <laughs> ready on. to get the... And, uh, boy, the you so know what? You've kind of wrong-footed me. He has a sort of Puritan collar on and a long, gaunt, black coat, very tightly bound around him, a peaked cap, and he has a kind of sort of vulture-esque energy, sort of gaunt shoulders and long fingers as he walks forward and points a finger at you, Filge. The sanatorium is filled to bursting! The sanatorium? That's what I, that's what I just I just said that. Where all sanitary products go? No, that's Clean it out. That's not clean what it that out. means. Clean it out. <laughs> clean it out. We would Best clean in it. moon cups, the magical cups <laughs> made in the light of the moon. We would invest in things if we had funds and staff and what at our wits end with madmen and mad women filling ourselves. I'm no accountant, but you need to look at your budget. <laughs> That's what I'd do if I were an accountant. I've looked at... Next! But I've looked... I will not be sent away! It is a disaster! And the two guards are already grabbing him and dragging him forward as he sort of keeps yelling at you. Come! Come and see! Come and see with your own eyes the... Wait, 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 wait. What is the sanatorium? Is it where the poo goes? It is not where the poo goes! Okay, so you would know this, um, Filch, and you would know this... Uh, Frizo, may he rest in peace. The <laughs> Old Hill Sanatorium is the kind of asylum uh, that I- of Daggerford, and it's an old historical building that is nominally run by the devout nuns and custodians of the Temple of Ilmata, uh, a order that have largely taken vows of silence, and they're run by this man, uh, Father Jebediah Brackenwald. And it is a, a sanatorium for the afflicted, um, for those that have, through magical means or otherwise, taken leave of their senses and are in need of its sort of restorative properties. It is this kind of dark and superstitious place, but also a place of healing. So you're the boss of this place? Absolutely, I'm the boss. So, like, your fault, right? (laughs) If you keep sending me mad people and I don't have anywhere to put the mad people, then it's not my fault. But surely... With the greatest of respect. Hmm. Well, but don't you... 
fix the mad people? We. Ni- <laughs> What's the turnover rate like? Yeah. Tip- Growing alarmingly, mm. says um, Father Jabadiah. What Tips- are they mad of? What like, what t- is it? Let me voice. T- I have been. Hey. Do a- mm. Yeah. <laughs> He goes on to explain that the sanatorium simply cannot cope with the influx of patients that have recently been admitted and that new, poor, afflicted souls are showing up every day. This has been a growing problem throughout the winter, far out of scale of the normal amount of cases that they deal with. And already the patients admitted have taken the place to bursting point, making the conditions unsanitary and even more frightening. And he's concerned that the problem is only getting more and more out of hand without the funding of the asylum being equally increased. I brought this up with LaCroix, and LaCroix said deal with it, and I tried, and I can't. Bunk Hmm. beds. (laughs) Look, it's a chaise lounge. Put another one on top. Bunk beds. We have already tried bunk beds. Hmm. Look, usually, and I have been in the crazy person business for a long time, (laughs) Typically, someone turns up, they hear some voices, I talk to them about it, I give them some medicine. <laughs> we have another talk, they go home. In my, is he, in my, my mind, Ben, this was, he was going to be quite a sympathetic character sort of the, to the plight of the neuroatypical, but the crazy person business? <laughs> this, is, this is fantasy, it's a different <laughs> world. Anyway. You're cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be cancelled! <laughs> He's an old man. He's from a different time. <laughs> and a different dimension. I'm saying I can't treat whatever this malady is. Come see for yourself. Come see. Um, I, the I, yeah, sorry, you want to say something? Uh, well, can, can, uh, can, can Lion, Lion Shield, Shield kind banknote? Of <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he, I think he's heard the commotion and he sort of strolls in. Uh, to the room and he goes, ah, ha, ha, Father! Father Jebediah! It is good to see you again. I hear that you're having trouble at the old sanatorium, are you? Yes, banknote. <laughs> well, my offer always stands if you'd like some of those troubled few to be donated to a worthwhile house. I'm sorry, what? I could always take some more subjects for my experiment. Oh. I'm cancelled. I'm cancelled. <laughs> Get a load of this guy. Um, <laughs> he says the whole court. <laughs> you said you, you wrote chaotic good. <laughs> yes, Dave. I'm not sure if you're familiar with how, with how things like vaccines <laughs> were originally tested, but it was on the poor and unfortunate, and it was for the common good. You can't the make an omelet. Not the individual good. Is this such a class as good evil? <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys want to do? All right, again, Father Jebediah is like embarrassed uh, for banknote and there's sort of an uneasy silence that any of you could feel free to fill at any moment. <laughs> okay, well, okay, dragon huddle. Okay, let's go check out this cabbage situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they? Across town, near the small hamlet of Stillwater, half a day's ride out of Daggerford, and the farmer is frankly surprised to see the ducal procession, four guards in tow, arriving at his humble fucking cabbage farm. Um, yeah, so, um, they were here and now they're not. Here's your problem, I hold up a dead rabbit with a crossbow bolt through it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. oh, right. Rabbits, was it? Oh, Put yeah, up that... a fence, dipshit. 
Yeah. No, you're, uh, you know what? I was sort of just blown off steam, you know, sort of wanting to get out All there. right, now that's sorted. <laughs> <laughs> to the wedding. <laughs> Rivershine Hall. Famed tavern of the property few, nestled inside the money quarter of Daggerford under the calming influence of the Temple of Timora is a function house of some delight. Already you can hear the noise wafting in the streets of drunken revelry and bridal waltz music. Uh, on the distance, it seems that the town has for three days now been feasting and another NPC, frankly surprised to see you, <laughs> still with a cloth cap in his hand, is standing there and has very little to say, having already served his purpose to the greater narrative, but here you are. Some kind of an existential crisis. He thought he was kind of just didn't exist, really, yeah. outside of that. It's a real uh, <laughs> sort of waiting for Godot. Godot yeah, moment. yeah. Hey, uh, Phil, Philge walks up to, uh, like, the, the hall where they're all having revelry. Re- so you're outside the, outside the hall, yeah. And he's waiting there, the little guy yeah. you talked to. Okay. We can sort this out for you. Oh, uh, uh, th- uh, hmm. And I walk in uh, with... Well, hang on. You were riding in a palanquin held aloft by, like, servants because you're the duke, so you're well, going to Well, then I it? sit in. What a... So you're going to make them walk it into yes. the building? And I walk in and I... It's a real squeeze. It's a small door. Well, we go one at a time. <laughs> and um, I get a can... So, 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 so the guards sort of... They collapse the palanquin and they walk in in single file. Yeah. Phil's following and then she sort of waits and they sort of reassemble it and she <laughs> kind of climbs up onto it. And this is in a small anteroom inside r- the River Shine Hole Function Center uh, where there is a reception desk and there is a small man in a little suit and tabard waiting. Um, um. And before he says anything... All of you quickly make for me a perception check. Ooh. Am I with them, Dave? Uh, I don't know, are you? Yes, you can be part of our retinue. <laughs> <laughs> I got an eight, Dave? Six. Anyone get over 15? Yes, I did. 18 right. plus whatever my bonus is. All right, great. Uh, Banknote and Bobby, you both notice at that moment something, which is that the last sustained note is held by the bridal waltz and then it just seems to hang in the air and disappear, and another room behind him is silent. However, the reception dignitary has not noticed. Uh, hello. Hello. Field. Filge, Duke of Daggerford. Oh, um, lovely. That's is, nice. Are you the MC? No, I'm just sitting at the desk here. Uh, uh, name, please? Oh, um... Uh, my name is Lion Shield, of the Rutherglen your name was? Uh, yes, you, the large um, lady looking at me. How much okay. longer this wedding go for? We don't want to wrap it up if it's a cultural thing. <laughs> we don't want to get cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> so just wondering what the norm is. Uh, well, there's one more evening of reveries to go. The bridal waltz is happening um, right now. <laughs> well, we are not ones to be left out of a bridal <laughs> waltz. Baston's going to kick down the door. You're going you're gonna to kick down the yeah, door. You're going to kick down the door, Dave. I'm rolling the dice yep, for it. The door is open. and I'm oh, kicking, <laughs> kicking out you, of the way. You kick down the door. And I want to get that, that, that wife and I want to waltz her. Oh, right. ask first. All right, well, you, uh, no, Baston kicks down the door and it, it's, it's clatters to the ground. And at that moment, a scene in front of you, uh, like out of some kind of strange trance, for you see guests 
you see a priest of Timora. You see a bride and a groom and a bridal party arrayed around them and a quartet in the corner, and all of them stand upright, their eyes wide open, and none of them seem, they all move and they breathe and they sort of sway back and forward, but they are all caught in a single moment. And now you realize that the sound you can hear is the fiddle player's bow slowly pulling back on one note again and again as he sways left and right, his eyes locked on a bride and groom, arms around each other as they sway backwards and forwards, the center of attention of a paralyzed room. And now you realize that with great powers come responsibilities for a dark magic has found its way into the heart of Daggerford. And here in the River Shine Hall, something is beginning that will carry you through perhaps the next 10 months. Impossible to say, but then again, we do tend to fill these things on a schedule. Can the dragon friends find a solution to a curse that is already gripping the land? Can they rise to the new demands of new titles and powers of succession? For the answers to questions such as this, tune in to the next and second episode of Dragon Friends. Thank you! The Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Michael Hing, and Eden Lacey, and are DM'd by me, Dave Harmon, with NPC voices by Ben Jenkins. Our season's theme music was composed by Scott Edgar, performed by Tripod, and orchestrated and mixed by Austin Wintery with M.R. Miller. Shakira Khan designs our website, and the podcast is mixed by Beth McMullen and recorded live at Giant Dwarf Theatre with music this episode by Tom Cardi. Bye! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.